Welcome to this Life I Live in Truth podcast, a podcast about living life authentically. Each week, we deliver the best stories from individuals who have decided with intention to live authentic lives. Now here's your host, Jesse Belizel. If this is your first time tuning in, I am Jesse B, your host, here to facilitate storytelling from dynamic guests who understand the power of living their lives in the most authentic of fashions. So week after week, I tell y'all, y'all are in for a special treat, and this week and tonight is no different than any other week. Our guests this evening are entrepreneurs, they also host a podcast titled Black and Bearded Podcast. And yes, ladies and gentlemen, if you want to know, they are both black and bearded. So the platform is a platform for black culture, touching base on topics from relationships to sports and other life gems. I am privileged and I am honored that I get to introduce not one, but two guests. They are handsome, well-versed, and just multifaceted beings. Welcome to the show, both Nation group. Thank you. Thank you. That was a, that was a great introduction. We really appreciate it. <laughs> You're, <laughs> welcome. Feel, I, You're welcome. I, I, yeah, I, I tell you what, bro, you right, man. I, was, I wasn't expecting all of that, man. I feel I pretty wasn't. damn I'm you trying know. to tell you. <laughs> I'm feeling good about myself. I'm feeling good about myself. Absolutely. That's the way to introduce some people, you know? I love it. I love it. I love it. I'm just so grateful for our time together. I don't take it lightly as I know you guys are both really, really busy people. No, absolutely. Um, you know, we definitely appreciate this opportunity. You know, uh, it's funny because, and of course, we're going to get into our story here, you know, uh, as we go throughout this, uh, this podcast, but um, you know, we're, we're thankful for you, you know, allowing us to be able to share our story in the sense and what we're about. So, um, you know, thank you. Thank you for uh, bringing us on. Absolutely. Absolutely. So before we get into things, I was thinking we could play a little game. Are you guys game? Okay. Okay. A little ice break break. So this game is called Gentlemen Like or Gentlemen Unlike, okay? So basically mm. what I'm going to do is I'll read off a series of tips and traits, and either you, Brew, or Mish can yell out, Gentlemen Like or Gentlemen Unlike. What, what, okay. happens if, what happens if we disagree? Like, what if, what if I like it and he don't like it? <laughs> um, rock, paper, scissors? <laughs> Okay, right. we, we, we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. Yeah, we, we good. We good on the fly stuff. So, okay, definitely. Good. All right, so we're gonna have a series of rounds, and I'll just start yelling out traits, and then you could say if it's gentleman like or gentleman unlike. Cool. First one takes initiative. Gentleman like. Mm. Yeah, definitely gentleman like. <laughs> yeah. All right. <laughs> Does thoughtful things for partner. Gentlemen, like if I if yeah, if I heard the question correctly, I'm gonna say gentlemen like, but repeat it one more time because I think Bruce might want a little bit of uh 
clearly announced. Does thoughtful things for partner. Oh yeah, yeah, gentlemen like for sure. Yeah, okay. I agree. Nice. Very wishy washy. Not gentleman like at all. Not um, at all. Gotta stand by it. Gotta gotta stand on your word as a man. You say something, you gotta 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 come through with it. That's right. That's right. Let others care for them. Let others care for them. Are we talking about like a womanly care? Like, hey, let me <laughs> rub your back, or are we talking about let me pay your bills? Like, it's a difference. There is a difference. I think that's open to interpretation, but just the ability of letting some somebody else care for you. It could be if you're sick or if your shoulder hurts, something. Okay, I'm I'm gonna say I'm gonna say gentlemen like because I will reciprocate that energy. Yeah, I, I'm with my boy on that one. Um, you know, because yeah. because you like to think that you know you would like like Bruce said you know you would do the same for your loved ones or your partner you know what I'm saying or your your your, uh, your home girl whatever it is so uh, right. just you know getting that in return is definitely a a gentleman like. All right. All right. Opens doors for partner. Oh yeah, definitely gentleman like. Of course. Absolutely. Absolutely gentleman like. Holds their word. I think you guys mentioned this earlier. Yeah, gentleman like for sure. Yep. Impolite. 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 Well, you know, not gentleman like. Of course not. At, At all. Respectful to friends and family. Definitely gentleman like. Mm-hmm. Meets in the middle. Ah, uh, it's another one of the interpretation ones. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like we, we talk about we talk about we talk about meeting in the middle on bills, or we talk about meeting in the middle, like <laughs> like you know what I mean? It's a, it's, it's a lot in the air right there. Maybe meets in the middle. I was thinking more so when I when I thought of it meets in the middle in terms of like compromising it's just oh okay. phrase, you know yeah what you think me i've been going first a I, lot I'll let you know. nah most definitely i'm going to say gentlemen like because if you're on if if we're talking about things like that and i mean even in for instance like me and me and brew you know what i'm saying we're a team so you know we, we got to compromise on some things to where you know, I may be going through, uh, I don't know which, if you want to call it a rough patch or whatever, you know, I might be dealing with some things to where, you know, I'm a little uh, behind on some stuff and, you know, he picks it up. So he, I guess that's kind of meeting me in the middle, if you will. And then if you're talking about like relationships with your wife um, or even just a, another friend, you know what I'm saying? You definitely want to meet that person in the middle because I don't know if, if it's too one-sided, you know, that could have an effect on, whatever relationship, partnership, or uh, whatever it is that you got going on, so. Yeah, I completely completely agree with Meech on that one. Mm -hmm. I love what y'all are both putting down. I'm picking it up. (laughs) (laughs) Now that we are more relaxed and a little better acquainted, I thought we can get right into the meat of today's discussion. What do you think? Let's do it. Let's do it. All right. So I want you each to please take a moment to introduce yourself. 
tell the people a little bit about who you are and what y'all are doing together, both as individuals and as a collective. Okay. Um, you want to go first, baby? Yeah, yeah, I, I, I go first. Um, so wow. people people call me Brew, or my good friends call me Brew. Um, I am in sales, so I'm in uh, technology sales. So I've been in technology sales for about six years. Um, currently, um, I have a patent that's pending for a, okay, I can't say what it is because it's not, the patent is pending. So I have a patent pending, um, looking to do some real estate investment. Uh, I've I, I co-founded a podcast with me and my uh, good friend, um, Dimitri, who's on the call with us today. Um, and, you know, just really looking to, you know, just level up in life and, uh, in general. Uh, some of my hobbies include, I would say, uh, working out. So I actually built a gym in my garage, um, you know, this past, like, few months, I would say. Uh, so working out is extremely important to me. I was a collegiate athlete. I played football at the University of Cincinnati. Um, and yeah, uh, I'm all about, I'm all about action. I'm all about uplifting, uh, you know, the black community. Um, definitely pro-black, I would say for sure. Uh, and yeah, I'm all about showing love. So that's, uh, that's a little bit about myself. Absolutely. Shout out to my boy, man. He, he definitely is is involved with some good things. I love to hear, you know, that's part of why I wanted him to go first because that just inspires me and motivates me to, you know what I'm saying, just build off of that. So I'm happy to hear my boy got a lot of great things going on. Um, like you said, you know, uh, he put my government out there. He said, Dimitri, oh, man. <laughs> I said, I could have I said, Meech. <laughs> no, I think you, you might have. I like. I told you I had no. Nah, look, you no, 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 no. Hey, look, you, you, you put your government out there now. I didn't say nothing about. I didn't say your whole name at all. Me, on the call. <laughs> no, one hundred, one hundred. So yeah, like Bruce said, man. Um, my name is Meech. Um, so I'm a married man. You know, what I'm saying I just made a little over a year. Me and my wife, uh, we got married like in uh, 2000, um, 2020 September. So, uh, you know, doing the married life is, is definitely a beautiful thing. Um, I'm in the insurance industry right now, but looking to kind of, you know, making a, a, a actually a, a shift to like more so sales. I, I really have a, a broader background in sales myself. Um, but uh, like Bruce said, man, you know, just all about leveling, leveling up in life. You know what I mean? Um, focused on trying to transition actually to Dallas, Texas, hopefully sometime this year. Um, and uh, just kind of move forward with a uh, a plan of getting into logistics. I got a I got a OG in uh, in Dallas that's really big with uh, FedEx. You know what I'm saying? He's contracted with FedEx, so he's gonna put me under his wing, and uh, we're gonna get it popping in that room. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, so you know, all about just making money moves. You know what I mean? And just building my my marriage up to the fullest. Um, like Bruce said, we got this wonderful platform that we established a little over a year ago that we're extremely proud of. Um, you know, we, we trying our best to continue to build it up the right way. Great people like yourself giving us the opportunity to continue to build on what we've established thus far. Um, so, you know, we hope that we can continue to just take it to new heights. Um, some of my hobbies, well, I'm a, we could curse on on this show, right? 
I just want to make sure we all, we all, we all, (laughs) so I used to, you know, I used to be someone that was in shape, but now, you know, I done turned into a fat ass, you know, so uh, (laughs) I'm a little, I'm a little chubby in areas that is a little embarrassing now, but, uh, you know, I aspire to be like my brother and, and have a gym one day in my garage or just get a gym membership again. Um, but, no, uh, man, don't get no gym membership, bro. Just come down <laughs> to the gym, dog. Just come down to the gym. I know. <laughs> I, I know. That's what I'm saying. You could probably really give me a shake, bro, because, boy, I'm looking bad. But um, <laughs> other than that, you know, I just enjoy spending time with wifey. And, um, you know, we got a golden doodle. But, uh, but yeah, man, that's that's what I got going on. You know what I'm saying? Just trying to trying to level up. I love it. Leveling up. We all about that here on this Life I Live in Truth podcast. So earlier, I know we was all it was all fun and games, but what do y'all think about chivalry? Is it alive or is it dead? Like, what has been your observation in the relationship space, both being a single man as well as being a married man? Like, is, is chivalry dead or is it is it still alive and well? Uh, you you want me to go first, me or you wanna? Yeah, you can go ahead. You can go ahead. Um, so for me, I uh, me personally, I can't speak for all other men, or you know, in the world. Um, but I know for a fact, my circle and me personally, chivalry is alive. Like for me, I'm I'm single right now, technically, but I am talking to somebody seriously, like intentionally, and like she doesn't touch a door. Like you know, when we go out, I'm I'm opening all doors for her. Like you know, it, it's I'm I'm a very I'm very gentleman. Like I would say, when it comes mm-hmm. to that, like it's you know I'm taking care of her, making sure that it's it's little stuff too that people. I don't know. I was just kind of ra- I was raised differently, so like you know, walking down the street, like you know, I'm putting myself on the street side, side the street. and her mm-hmm. on the inside. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, like little stuff like that that people really not used to, you know. So, and just little stuff like that, I think. So, for me personally, I'm going to say chivalry not dead because I still practice it uh, mm-hmm. to, you know, to, to the women that I really am intentional about and that I care about. Mm-hmm. That's 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 how I'm gonna put it. Now regular dating, like I don't know you, like we just out having a good time. I'm probably not gonna do all that. I'm gonna be honest. But like mm-hmm. if if it's somebody that I know I can see a future with, or you know, like hey, like you know, I'm really putting time in, effort in to get to know you, then that's for me personally. I'm gonna be chivalrous. Okay. Right. Most definitely. Most of them. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, just kind of piggyback off uh, off of Brew, like, you know, that's definitely valid. I agree with what he said. Um, like I said, I've been married a little over a year now, been with my wife. Congratulations. Uh, for eight. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. Um, you know, we've been together for about, well, going on eight years in, in March. So March 12th would be like eight years officially. But um, I'll be honest, like, I mean, granted, I mean, it, it goes without saying, like, I definitely do all of that for my wife. Uh, I don't think we'd be, uh, <laughs> I don't think we would have made it this far or even be married had I not been. But I'll, I'll also say that, you know, for married men, um, and just in general, like, if you're with a, a person for a certain, you know, amount of time, like, 
as men, we can kind of get a little lackadaisical with uh, being a true gentleman. You know, like Bruce said, like opening doors, making sure, you know, your wife is on the uh, on the farthest side from the street. Um, I don't necessarily lack in that department, but I do lack sometimes in, you know, keeping that same energy throughout, right? Because, mm-hmm. you know, you get, you get so accustomed to, um, you know, I hate to say this word, but sometimes men can get relaxed. You know, it's just the harsh reality of it all. And and don't get me wrong, women also get relaxed too. They get very caught up in how they're supposed to be treated and, and their feelings to where they don't give a damn necessarily about how their man is, is holding up. You, you know what I'm saying? So um, it's definitely a lot, but I'll, I'll give you the, 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 the truth behind it that sometimes we can slack, you know, a little bit. And that's ultimately what probably leads to couples that have been together for maybe like four plus years, you know, splitting ways, or even marriages that, you know what I'm saying, um, were established for maybe five plus years, uh, mm-hmm. finding them, themselves into a divorce situation. So um, it, it's just all about really just keeping that, that uh, what, 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 allowed you guys to get to the point to where you are, you know, at that point in your relationship, just, just keeping in mind what you, what you've been doing day after day, year after year to make sure that your partner is, is happy. And as men, we're doing our job with, you know, providing for our women in every facet. So, um, you know, I think it's alive, but this younger generation and the, the rappers these days, like, I mean, fuck it. I'm gonna call him out, the baby. You know what I'm saying? Me and Bru talk all the time about the foolishness that we that we see. You know what I'm saying? He he has a terrible. I mean, and don't get me wrong. Like he he shouldn't be held necessarily to a standard because he didn't ask to be anybody's role model. But you gotta understand when you have that platform and you reach you reach a certain level. You dig what I'm saying? You got no choice but to kind of set an example for the young, you know, the youth them. You know what I'm saying? The young guys that's that's looking up to you, so you know I hate it. I pray I don't have a daughter. Let's just say that. <laughs> yeah. You know what? That's what's gonna. That's what the university gonna bless you with. Oh come on now. Right, <laughs> right. Energy on this show. <laughs> right. About to make me flip a table over in here, now. <laughs> I tell you, but you know, nah. I mean, whatever comes with it, you know, I'm a, I'm a definitely do my part to show her a great example of what a man should be. Um, and if I have a son, obviously, you know, going to do the same. So, but, uh, but yeah, that's, that's my little spill on that topic right there. I love it. I love it. So it's all about keeping that same energy throughout, you know what I mean? Yeah. I love it. I love it. So lately there there has been great emphasis, I'm sorry, I can't put my words together, on identifying what type of man or woman someone is right so for instance they'll say i'm an alpha male i'm an alpha female i'm a beta i'm a sigma um but i must say feminine women seem to be out here winning why Mm -hmm. from a male perspective do you think that is Mm. question again yeah go ahead Mm -hmm. sure sure so um I, i talked about there needing to be an emphasis on identifying what type of a person someone is, whether they're an alpha male, a beta male, a sigma male. Um, But my question specifically is in identifying the feminine women 
they seem to be out here winning. So what I want to know from you guys, why from a male perspective do you think that is when a woman is tapped into her feminine energy? And Meet you, you you wanted to go first? Yeah, if if I think I caught the cre- the question correct, you pretty much saying why is it that a lot of women are like kind of alpha nowadays? She said she's. I, I think she said that um, women that are tapped into their feminine energy are winning more than the alpha, like the alpha females. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, okay. Oh, that's a great question. You know, that's a really really good question because. You know, I don't have the luxury of dealing with that. Like my wife, my wife honestly is very like yo. She she applied pressure now, man, because you know she had a father. You know, rest in peace to my father-in-law. He was a great man. You know, um, but she she had a, a father that really instilled in her like, you know, like get this shit on your own. You know, what I'm saying never need a man for nothing. And he did a great job of like pampering her, spoiling her. Just showing her what the nice and and good life is supposed to be like. So, I mean, that's a great question. Um, I guess I would have to blame it. I don't know. I mean, because when you say feminine side, what does that mean necessarily? Does that mean like you know, kind of letting the man just fully take control, or like what what is your definition of like feminist feminine uh, side, if you will? I think there's 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 a feminine energy to both men and women, and what I mean by feminine, like they are a bit more reserved in a sense, quiet, but not in terms of volume, but just in their disposition. Mm. And just you softer know, in, in every way. You know, I, I would. I, mm-hmm. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. I'm sorry. Go ahead. And they aren't afraid to uh, allow a male to lead them, you know? Yeah, definitely. I mean, and, and you could correct me if I'm wrong, but honestly, I think women that are too, like, you know, tapped in, I guess, into their feminine side or ways or whatever, I kind of feel like those are the relationships that don't necessarily go as well or are not as successful. And the reason why I say that is because it kind of goes back to the whole meet, meet, meeting me in the middle or kind of like compromising like I think in a relationship right it's a, it's a team it's a partnership if you will so I need you to let me know like what's up you know what I'm saying if you're too laid back and too tapped in, into that feminine side or whatever and you letting me make all the moves yeah as the man in the house or as a man in a relationship that's cool because I, I have confidence in myself that I'm gonna make the right decisions but at the same time I'm not perfect and I also need my, my partner, you know what I'm saying, to correct me or to kind of, you know, uh, give me some advice, if you will, on some things that may not sound 100. You dig what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. um, I, I kind of feel like a, a relationship or a woman may not be as successful or, or the relationship may not be as successful. I don't know. But Brew may feel differently. I don't know. I'll let him kind of tap into, you know, what he thinks about it. No, yeah, no, I I completely agree with you, bro. Cause for me, like when I'm when I'm looking for a partner, I'm always I'm looking for, I do want a balance. Like I don't want you to be like, like a like a super alpha. Like oh, you like me out here? Like nah. Like I need you to have a little bit of a balance. I do need you to be a like you know like I do need you to have a softer you know feminine side for sure. 
but I do like I I personally like balance because I don't want nobody that I could just like bulldoze over like oh it's my way or the highway or like you know like my decision mm-hmm. or no decision like so kind of like how me say like you know if I'm if I'm on some bullshit I want somebody to be able to be like hey like you on some bullshit like and not be mm-hmm. you know too feminine to the point where it's like oh well he he is on some bullshit but. I'm gonna just let him, you know, be on some bullshit. Like, nah, like I need, I, I need somebody that's gonna call me out on my shit, just like I'm gonna call you out on your shit. So, like, mm-hmm. I don't really like the, like, I don't like, I, I do like the feminine side for certain aspects of life. Like, when it comes to, like, you know, being a mother, like maternal instinct, like just nurturing, mm-hmm. caring. Yes, I want you to be a mom. I don't want you to be an alpha male. Like, I'm gonna be to our kids. Like I, I need you to be on the softer side, and I'm gonna be probably on a little bit of a harder side. So I need you mm-hmm. to balance that out. But when it comes to like making decisions or like you know being on your shit, like being being mm-hmm. uh, accountable for your goals, you know stuff like that. I don't want nobody that that sees me. I say, hey, I want to get this done by such and such date. I don't want a woman that's gonna be like. Hey, just not gonna say nothing if I'm not getting something done by such and such. Right. I want her to be like, hey, like you said, this is what you said. I'm just holding you accountable. You said mm-hmm. you wanted to get this done by such and such date. You're not doing anything to to get to that point. You know what's going on. I need that balance. So for me, I just need a balance. I don't need you to be super feminine, and I definitely don't want you to be too alpha. Like so, that's just mm-hmm. my. Opinion so you it. want a balance of the two definitely definitely mm-hmm. has to be a balance and it, and, and that does exist I, I don't know why people like in today's world people acting like 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 for instance kevin samuels like he acting like it's either one or the other <laughs> like it's not one or the other bro like people are not binary like <laughs> yes. it, people are people are complex organisms and individuals like I you love can, that you say that you have yeah like you have the ability to have a balance like and it's not something that's natural either like it's, sometimes it's natural and sometimes you can learn how to have a balance so like mm-hmm. it's just it, it it's just a give and take you really got to get to know your partner and really ask those questions at the beginning to see what kind of you know see what kind of tone they own mm-hmm. so, yeah. Yeah. i think y'all both landed kind of like in the same place saying that you know you would like to see a balance of the two and two feminine is just not gonna cut it yeah absolutely not for me absolutely. let me yeah. yeah let me ask you i mean do you do you get the notion or the sense i should say that you know women are are more you know uh, i guess successful in their relationships or whatever when they're you know really i guess tapped into that feminine side too like you know and engulfing that or how you feel about the situation Wow, I, I typically don't get asked questions, but yeah, I I'm sorry, that... I didn't see I didn't tickle. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I love we, that we, you we pose real, that question to me. Here. I love it. I love it. I love it. We about equity. <laughs> um, so what I think about it is, I do think that women who are a bit more tapped into their feminine energy is going to be a bit more successful when it comes to. Uh, uh, male-female relationship and the reason being um, I think it's the connection 
and the empathy and the nurturing and the emoting um, and just the ener the flow of energy um, that really that really does it. And and so when I mentioned earlier that they're quiet, it's not in volume. It's just the way they move. It's it's there's going to be course correction, but it's going to be done in a loving way, right? And so yeah, that's 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 a fact. So yeah, it's it's not you're gonna get bulldozed over. But again, um, as Bruce said and we said, it's it's about that balance. And I think we both, male and female, we have um, parts of us that are tapped into that feminine energy. And there are, there are times where the masculine energy is going to need to come to the forefront. And masculine energy is you're, you're decisive. You you know when to make decisions, you know what I mean? So you need that to come to the forefront when things like bills are due or there's a situation that needs urgent response. Okay, okay, that's definitely better. Yep. I, could, I could definitely understand that. I agree mm -hmm. with that, yep. So switching gears slightly, I know you touched on this a little earlier, but I wanted to know, how did the duo get together? Why black and bearded? Talk to me a little bit about the concept and how y'all journeyed together on this endeavor. Uh, the journey, the journey, or how we came, how how we came together. How you guys came together to do black and bearded podcast? Oh, okay. Um, me, you want to tell a story? Or you want me to tell a story? Uh, no, nah, you go ahead, man. You go ahead, because I think you do a great job of, you know, telling the story. Anything you miss out, I definitely, you know what I'm saying, fill in. Yeah, yeah, just, yeah, fill, yeah, fill in the gaps if I miss them. Um, so essentially, it all started with, it all started with me being in a relationship with Meeks, or it, it all started with, with me being in a relationship with Meeks' wife's then best friend. So mm -hmm. I met I met me I met Meet and Destiny through uh ex girlfriend essentially. Um mm -hmm. and you know usually when you meet you meet a dude you meet a dude through your ex girlfriend and you you and, that, and you and that girlfriend break up, y'all y'all mm -hmm. done. Usually, you know, you don't you just don't like keep up with the dude or like, you know, it's just like ah, like, you know, it's whatever. But me and Meech actually uh actually kept in touch and he was always a cool dude from the jump like you know what i mean like we kind of had the same energy like you know like we both like sports like you know so we would go catch a game or you know like like all of that and we just always kept in touch and then we had real early talks of starting the podcast i'm talking about like this was we started this podcast about a year ago now um which meets we gotta we gotta we gotta renew our llc by the way Oh, um, <laughs> yeah, I just remember that shit. I'm like, oh shit. But um, so what was I saying? Uh, what was I saying? Me. So mm. about, about a year ago, we started the uh, the podcast. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, so right, right, right. So about a year ago, we started the podcast. But like three, we we had this conversation of starting the podcast probably three or four years ago. So and we just never really like acted on it. Like you know, Meech had a lot of stuff going on. I was kind of new to Atlanta, like, you know, I'm still trying to get my feet wet, still trying to get my feet up mm -hmm. under me, all of that. And, you know, we just never, like, put put anything into action. So, um, you know, long story short, me and me became really good friends. 
you know, I was I was in his wedding, um, and you know that was that that was great. You know, I felt honored that he you know invited me to be in his wedding. Um, and um, yeah. So long story short, we actually like, hey, bro, like let's really like do the podcast thing. I know we talked about it. Let's actually do it. So like we actually came together. We met at um. What's that little place? Is that is that Taqueria del Sol over there? I think it was Taqueria um, del Sol. I feel like it, it was it was some Mexican restaurant that we met at, and we actually sat down. We came up with a little business like outline, like you know, a little business plan or whatever, and we start putting stuff in action. Like we start saying, hey, like you know, by this date we're gonna do this. By this date we're gonna do this. And we filmed our first episode. Um, you know, I, I think we we got our LLC after the first episode, or maybe it was before. I don't mm-hmm. remember. But um, and, and yeah, that's essentially how it started. So we filmed our first episode at uh, you know this one studio, and then uh, I realized that one of my good friends, uh, shout out to Ken Wheel Studios, where we record all of our episodes now. He he has a podcast and he has all recording equipment at his house and you know all of that so do you like what you're hearing so far well make sure you click that subscribe button so you never miss a show man this episode with Prue and Meech is just amazing awesome information being shared Wanted to take a moment to take a break to tell you guys about the truth cards since we've been talking about relationships. Want to get yourself a deck. They're really great conversation starters. Really good for people who are in committed relationships, marriages even. Great form of check-in. So if you're interested, click the description below. And now, back to the show. Like, you know, to, to the present day. So I think we on episode. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong, Meach. I think like like fifteen, sixteen. I think. Yeah, yeah. I think around there, man. Yep. Yeah, something like that. So yeah, episode fifteen, sixteen, and that's essentially how it came together. So you know, just two good friends. Um, you know, just coming together, wanting to, you know, have a platform to you know uplift the black community, talk about current events, making sure our people was knowledgeable on you know certain topics and events. And um, yeah, that's, that's that's pretty much how it came together. Me, I, I, did I miss anything or? Nah, man. I think uh, I think you know what I'm saying. Um, you nailed it right there. You know what I mean. I know another big conversation that we had that really popped it off was I don't know if you remember. You probably do, but I remember I was graduating college, so <clears throat> I started. You know what I'm saying. College a little late or whatever, but. Um, I graduated with my, I believe it was my, man, was it my associate's or my bachelor's? Either way, I graduated, got my degree in like, damn, I think it was like 2017 or 18. So it had to be my bachelor's. We was at this little spot. I had all my good friends and family was there. And I remember me and Bruce chopping it up in the parking lot. And I was smacked too. I was smacked. Oh, you talking about the little graduation? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I remember that was a very key conversation we had too because I remember that was a conversation that kind of ignited like the idea of what we really wanted to you know do for the people and really I think that's what made us realize that we both were serious you know what I'm saying um, yep. but then like you said you know we kind of didn't put it all together until 
like a couple years, you know, after that. So, um, but nah, man, Bruce definitely, you know, hit it on the head. Um, the biggest thing for us was he, you know, he was like, shit. Yeah, you, yeah, you know, this is this is our shit, but essentially, it's really for the culture. You know, a lot of people mm-hmm. out here is doing this for clout. We doing it for the culture, the other seat. A lot of people doing it yeah. for the wrong seat. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like when you do it for the clout, you know, that don't really last because your wave's going to come and go. You might not even catch the wave for real. So um, if you're doing it for the wrong things and you're doing it with the wrong person, you know, it's not going to really click. Like me and Brew, we get so much love, and we want more love. You know what I'm saying? We want people to continue to subscribe on our YouTube channel and our uh, on, on, on Apple Podcasts and Spotify and so on and so forth. Mm-hmm. But the reason why I think people tap in with us um, is because it's genuine. You know what I mean? And right. I say this all the time. Like, I don't, I really, like, seriously, I don't feel like anyone is giving love like we are. Like, we give the most love that I know in terms of a podcast that's not full, that's not mainstream. You dig what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. I think people can, can feel that energy. They can see that we're not doing it for any uh interior motive we're doing it because we love to do it and we're doing it because we have a vision of putting our people on essentially right um so you know now nah, bruce definitely you know said everything um and we're just happy man we're just happy to continue to you know be able to do this for real i love it i think the next question that i have i think y'all basically answered it but i'm i'm gonna say it just so maybe you can fine-tune it so the audience has a clear understanding what gap do you guys hope to fill in the podcast space with the content that you guys are producing Mm -hmm. that's a good question yeah that's a really good question um yeah that's a really good question um I, i guess i can kind of start off well i know we both can agree on the fact that uplifting other black businesses whether small or or big or medium size you know that's a gap that we would love to fill we would like to be that platform where you know uh, black entrepreneurs can look at us and say you know what that is a show that i would love to come on to to get my my business uh or or to get yeah to get you know to grow my business you know what i'm saying in a sense um i think that's the main thing also is really to encourage people that are, you know, kind of pump faking on their business idea or plan, or maybe just need an extra little push to get it actually started Mm -hmm. to do it. Because we tell people all the time, like Bruce just said, I mean, we had the idea. We just was trying to find the perfect time. And ultimately there is no perfect time. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Um, You just got to do it. So, and we're far from perfect ourselves, but we realized that, we put our left foot in front of our right foot and now we, we making strides in the right direction. So um, I think those are two gaps that we're looking to fill. I'm sure Bruce can add on to that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I, I think, the, I think Meeks definitely hit on like, you know, the, the definitely like, you know, where we, the gaps that we want to fill uh, for sure. I just think that, um, you know, just, just the black, the black businesses is important to me. Um, just because, like, man, like, just going through COVID and all this, like, you know, all this, all this trash, like, it's just like, if this didn't tell you that you should start your own business or get your own thing, like, mm-hmm. 
I don't know what else, like, is a signal for you to, you know, like, say, hey, like, and I'm not saying everybody's an entrepreneur. I'm not saying that because everybody's not cut out for the lifestyle. They're not, like, so I'm not saying that, but what I really, what I really do like about our show as well um, is that not only are we, you know, shouting out these black businesses, but we also encouraging people who are skilled and they're in, in, in that are experts in their field. We're, we're encouraging them to come on our show and tell us about their journey. We want to know, hey, like, if you skilled in, like, we just talked to uh, my good friend, uh, Mario, the Mario Black. Y'all can look him up on Instagram, the Black CPA. Um, he is a tax expert. He didn't, he, he, you know, he didn't have his own business at first. You know, he's working for, you know, the big three companies, like doing, you know, financial services and things of that nature. But then he started his own business. I want to know. Hey Mario, how did you start your own business? What like what got you into that? With some tips and you know, and then we also gonna ask the people that come on our show, we're asking them, hey, like, you know, what's some tips and tricks? Like it's tax season right now. So like, hey, Mario, what's some you know, some myths and some, you know, some uh mysterious things about tax season that essentially people don't wouldn't know or or, you know, don't know without speaking to a CPA. So that's another good thing about our show is that we not only are we, you know, uplifting those businesses, but we're also maybe somebody who wants to open their own, you know, tax business or something like that. Mm-hmm. And they listen to our show and they get, you know, nuggets of gold and being able to start their own thing. So, again, that that's just kind of piggybacking off of what Meet said about, you know, mm-hmm. people, you know, pump faking on their business and, you know, not wanting to, you know, actually go out and do what's necessary. And again, it's never the perfect time. Like we did not have this shit figured out when we first started at mm-hmm. all. Like we had a framework and what we wanted the show to be about. And that was it. Like we didn't have what studio we was recording at, nothing. Mm-hmm. So you just got to start, man. That's really all it is. And I think that our podcast is like a, uh, like a personification of that. So I think that's where we, uh, you know, where we fit in. I think we're going to do big things. Go ahead. I love it. I love it. I love how you guys are filling the gap by uplifting the community and just kind of like Nike, you just, you just got to do it, right? Yep. That's it. Most definitely. Let's do it. How, if at all, do you guys hope to touch the hearts of your listeners as well as your viewers? Uh, so really, um, you know, another thing that we talk about on the um, on the podcast a lot um, is mental health. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, for us, like, you know, just, just black people in general, um, it's hard. Like, you know, like life is life is hard in general. Right. But when you think about you think about like being black in America, like it's just not the system is built against us. So like us talking about mental health, like you know, checking in on people, like, you know, mm-hmm. check in on your strong friends, do, you know, do mm-hmm. this, do that. I think that, you know, we, it's just a, it's just a mental checkpoint for people. Like, Hey, mm-hmm. like, you know, I do need to, I do need to do that. I did, like, and I talk about it openly because like I had, I had a string of depression at one point in time and, you know, it, I have anxiety attacks. It comes and goes, you know, like I, mm-hmm. I'm so hard on myself. I feel like I'm not where I need to be in life, like, you know, sometimes, like, I'm doing very well, but it's just, 
the pressure that you put on yourself or that I put on myself. And I talk very openly about that on the podcast. And I think that, you know, people need to talk more openly about it because that's that was, these are the people that were losing to, you know, suicide and all of this. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, not only are we talking about businesses and going out there and doing it, but we're also talking about taking care of yourself. Like whether that's, you know, whatever it is that you need to do to make you feel good, do that. I'm not saying go and shoot up a mall to make mm-hmm. you feel good, but like if you need a massage, if you need to go run running, like if you need to lift or exercise, like whatever makes you feel good, if you need to smoke, do what you gotta do to make you feel good and then, you know, that energy reciprocates to your circle. If you're feeling good, your circle is gonna feel good. And it's just a it's a domino effect because my circle they have you know other people have other circles it's like the third degree like you know you you're going to touch more and more and more people the more you feel good about yourself and it's just a domino effect and I think that's really how you know we I'm not saying we try to capture the hearts but it's it's a very real thing that we need to talk about in our community and you know therapy and all of that so. I think that's that's how we kind of tap into like tap into the hearts of people, um, you know, more so than you know motivating people for business aspects. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love it. I love it. Yeah, and then also you know, I'm sorry. Now I was I was just gonna add like just a little small portion, uh, really briefly, just um, on top of that, just encouraging you know what I'm saying our, our our fellow black community to continue to um, support one another, you know, because a lot of times you find that in the black community, you know, there's a bunch of crabs in the bucket, you know, mm-hmm. trying, to, trying to just, you know, stunt or, or shit on the other person, but that's definitely not what our platform is about. So, um, yeah, that's just another little, you know, thing that I think yeah. we're doing as well to kind of, you know, capture um, uh, the hearts, if you will, of others or our viewers or whatnot. I love it. It seems like you guys are an open outlet for people to feel good, for people to support one another, for people to uplift Black businesses, each other, ourselves. Mm -hmm. And just earlier, you guys said it time and time again. It's just about leveling up and, 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 and making our community proud. So... On at being a member of the community, I just want to say thank you. Thank you for what you guys do. And I look forward to where the podcast takes you both. Most definitely. Yeah, thank you. Most Appreciate definitely. that. For Absolutely. sure. For Absolutely. sure. Absolutely. I'm same, so grateful for same, our time. I meant to say same to you as well. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it goes without saying, but, you know, same to you and, and your, your platform as well. You know what I mean? Thank you Definitely. so much. I'm so grateful for our time together. But before you go, I want the people to know how can they, one, stay connected to you, and two, what do y'all got coming down the pipeline within the next month or so that you can share openly with the audience? Uh, sure. sure. Um, so I, I'll share my uh, my personal IG is uh, brew, B-R-U underscore underscore ski, S-K-I. Um, and I'll let Meech share his personal Instagram. Then we have a podcast Instagram that we'll share as well. Okay. Yeah, definitely. So um, you can tap in with me on Instagram at uh, Meech 
or chin. So that's M E E C H or chin C H I N on IG. I'm pretty active on um <clears throat> on Twitter as well. You can follow me at seven one eight chin. Um and then like Bruce said, we got a uh an IG that you can follow. It's called Black and Bearded Podcast on Instagram. And then um Bruce, let you guys know what our YouTube and everything is as well. Yeah, uh, so in, in, if you go, if you guys go to our Instagram, we have a link tree in our Instagram, and it literally mm-hmm. has links to our YouTube, our Apple Podcast, Spotify, all of that kind of stuff. Um, so that's uh, so th- that's the socials on how to stay connected with us. Um, coming in, the, coming down the pipeline, um, we are really just focused on bringing very valuable content to you know to our community. So. Um, we had a conversation with Mario, who is the CTA for tax season. Uh, but what we're also going to do, um, our next episode, which we're recording, uh, what, what is this? Um, we're, I think we're recording next week, right, Meech? Yeah, yeah, next week, yep. Yeah. So we're recording next week. Uh, we're going to bring Mario back on. And then we also had an episode previously with a, uh, one of our friends called Ben the Banker. He is a, um, a mortgage banker. So we're going to have a joint episode basically with them two and us. And we just want to talk like just financial education. We we try to get financially literate and we want mm-hmm. that information to be, you know, bestowed upon our community. So that's one big interview that we got coming on. And then, you know, we're just working on bringing, you know, more valuable content from a lot of different avenues and lanes as well. So like, mm-hmm not only just the financial stuff, but, you know, I, I'm, I'm really, I really want to bring on like, you know, a makeup artist and, you know, really talk about, you know, how she got into the game. And, you know, uh, I have a, a friend that is a, a, a patent filer. So how to do patents, how she got into patent filing and, you know, all that kind of stuff. So we just try to bring, you know, valuable content to, you know, people who, you know, may want to jump into these avenues. Um, mm-hmm. So, that's what we got coming down the pipe. Uh, we we are working on like some. It, it's gonna be a little bit further in the future because we still like you know just kind of building. But like like looking at doing some live shows. So like actually yes. going to a location and like yes. yeah like you know engaging with the audience and stuff like that. So that's 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 also in the pipeline. But you know we still working on. I think that's gonna be when it like warms up a little bit outside. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we're in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. So. You know, when it warms up a little bit outside, I think that's what something that we're also going to be looking at doing. So. Do you guys have a Patreon? Uh, no, we don't. We we should probably look into that. Uh, Get on that Patreon. Okay. Okay. Get on we, Patreon. We it um allows your listeners to support you on like a monthly base, like a subscription, like a Netflix or something. Oh, okay. okay. Cool. Yeah. So, yeah, we we we'll definitely look into that. For sure, for yeah, sure. We can talk more about it offline. But any Appreciate final it. words for the audience or for me that you want to share before we let you go? Meet you guys. I, say uh, I, feel, like, I feel like I'm talking a lot. So. <laughs> nah, nah, man. Nah, no, y'all are both good. Nah, that's what I'm saying. You're doing a great job, bro. Like You definitely, you know what I'm saying, put it out there in the right way. So you already know what time it is. But um, I will say this. We are looking to get to, I believe, 100 subscribers still on YouTube, if I'm not mistaken. Um, but uh, I think we got yeah, like so or something like that. 
Yeah, I'm actually um I'm pulling that up real quick. But anyways, we are like I said on um on YouTube. Once we hit a hundred subscribers, we're at ninety eight right now. Once we hit a hundred subscribers, we're doing a, a a subscriber you know giveaway to where we're gonna give away some Amazon gift cards. You know what I'm saying? Like I said. Mm-hmm. We showing the most love out here, so just as a token of you know appreciation, we giving back to our followers, our supporters, and most importantly, you know um, our subscribers that are locking in with us every day. Um, so you know what I'm saying for your listeners that are out there, if you guys want something to uh, to listen to that brings you know um, probably like a, a different vibe or whatnot, we real thorough and, 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 and raw with our content, but it's also very, very meaningful and uh, educational in a way as well. So, um, you know, we, we appreciate all support. We're we going to get back to y'all, and we're going to continue to do this for you guys. So I uh, just wanted to kind of throw that out there. Yeah. Y'all about to get to that 100 tonight. I feel it in my spirit. <laughs> appreciate it. that's the energy we need that's <laughs> we need. right that's right, right, right. right well y'all heard it tonight another dynamic dynamic interview um i thank you guys for tuning in please tune in this time next time we meet which will be two weeks from now so until then i want you guys to cancel the noise to seek the truth that is often only found in the light Until next time, guys. 100. See you guys. Thanks for joining us this week on this Life I Live in Truth podcast. Make sure to visit our website, www.thislifeiliveintruth.com where you can stay connected and subscribe to the podcast so you'll never miss a show. While you're at it, if you found value in this show, we'd appreciate a rating on any and all platforms or for you to simply tell a friend. Feel free to also check out our e-course, Finding Your Purpose. Until next time, listeners, cancel the noise and seek the truth that is often found in the light.